0: Hi everyone, and welcome again to Bots and Brains, where we talk about building the future of work. We have a very exciting episode today, as we have Josh Pabilona, who is our machine learning software engineer, and who is part of the R and D team at Aya. Hi, Pabi. Great to have you on.
1: Yeah, it's great to be here as well.
0: How are you? I'm I'm good as always. <laughs> Okay, to start off, can you explain your role at AYA?
1: Well, okay, so I'm a machine learning engineer and I basically have five core responsibilities. The first and arguably most important one is identifying a creative quote-unquote human problem in tech and then creating a solution for it in machine learning. For instance, the, bin- the, the business wants some sort of mechanism in chatbots to streamline agent handoff. Now, that could be done in many ways, one of which is to analyze the emotions of a customer sentence or finding what we call the sentiment. And um, when customers swear or, or when they use words that indicate strongly negative feelings towards something, then that should be an immediate agent handoff, right? So that an actual human can address their concerns ASAP. Without that mechanism, customers may be left to steepen their own anger, parang galit na cha, potentially causing some damage to the business. Pag nagkalat pa ng mabuting balita, yun, wala na. In, in that example, um, the task is called sentiment analysis and that's where we try and detect the emotion of any sentence. So that whole thing is number one. Um, and then number two is creating a data pipeline, and that means to acquire data, um, clean data, and prepare data to use for training the models. Um, in the example I provided, that means collecting or making annotated sentence pairs. One of that pair is the sentence itself, and the other is an annotation of what emotion that sentence conveys. For our example, let's just limit the selection of emotions to only positive and negative because you can be more granular than that. Cleaning is a bit harder to explain, but basically you can't just feed the sentences you have directly into a machine learning algorithm and expect it to start training. You kind of have to pre-process the data and transform this data into a format that the algorithm expects. So that's what cleaning means. And that whole thing is creating a data pipeline. And then number three is using that processed data to train a model using some sort of machine learning algorithm intended to solve a problem. Quote unquote training is just a repetitive process and it consists of the program passing through your whole data set over and over again. Kind of like how a student would review for a test. And hopefully after enough repetitions over a diverse and large data set, it can detect some patterns in the uh, the data that it can then use for future data. Once that's done, I number four, I evaluate how effective it is. Continuing with the example, a simple way to evaluate that is to take a look at the percentage of correct predictions over the wrong ones. If I'm not satisfied, I go back to number one, maybe I framed the problem incorrectly, or maybe my training settings are incorrect. Whatever the case, you can see that number one to four is a very empirical and lengthy process, right? And then number five, uh, once I have a model that I'm happy with, I deploy it so that it can be used by the product developers to solve that problem. And actually, that's a messy area in and of itself. In some companies, this responsibility alone is a machine learning engineer. Um, And actually, segue ko dun sa other, other titles similar to a machine learning engineer, like a data engineer and data scientist, this is where they differ. Um, a data engineer is just number one. So they just pertain to cleaning and acquiring data. And um, a data scientist is could be one to three. Uh, they, they acquire data, they use it to train a model, but they don't really pertain to deploying it into production and making it usable for other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah.
0: Given that the landscape of automation and artificial intelligence is moving so quickly, how does R&D help shape the product strategy at AYA? Uh,
1: So mostly we try to reconcile the business um, needs and wants to what is currently possible tech-wise. Having a dedicated R&D team allows the business to be more ambitious with their goals because Uh, our team can provide solutions to problems that traditional programming can't solve.
0: Right. And as we all know, there are so many articles online about where the future of work is headed. In your personal opinion, where do you see things going in the next five or
1: ten years? Mm, That's a good question. Um, Technology changes so fast in both hardware and software that it's difficult to predict what the future holds. Um, You can see it with the advent of computers and the internet. Both of them changed how we lived as a whole. And it's hard to say if a technological revolution with similar consequences won't happen anytime soon. At the very least, I see automation being rapidly embraced by businesses. A lot of repetitive work can be done by machines so that humans are free to do um, more, rather to upscale their skills think of ai not as a replacement for humans but just as as a a filtering mechanism to address the simplest concerns of a business anything more complex than a certain point you need a human for that definitely
0: that's a really good point right now because a lot of people think that you know machines will replace people i i
1: disagree with that notion yes
0: and how can enterprises, or business owners, or members of the workforce like us, how can we all prepare for it? That you know, machines are there to help us. How do we remain relevant in the workplace of the future, even with the help of
1: machines? At the very least, um, proprietors should consider investing on e-commerce, and that includes getting your store online. In whatever platform you choose, maybe choose ours, wink, wink, (laughs) nudge, nudge. What else? Uh, Smartly advertising, like how Angkas does it to gain traction, among other things. Mm -hmm. Because in this day and age, um, consumers are so used to convenience, sometimes physically going to your store immediately takes you out of the running for purchase options, right?
0: Right, yes, yes.
1: um, Especially these days where it's very difficult to go outside because of the virus.
0: I agree with that. And you know, AYA promotes bots and brains building the future of work. It means AYA believes that bots or AI will only exist with the humans or the brains. What would you say to the people who will still have the fear that AI is here to displace humans from work?
1: In my opinion, humans can never be truly replaced by machines. Um, Our brains are just far too complicated to emulate in software. Uh, We can draw from various different experiences to creatively solve any problem we have. And a machine can only draw from the data it was trained on. Uh, They're smart, just in a very narrow way, while we can be anything we want. And, you know, that's good, right?
0: (laughs) Yes. How can more people learn about AI? Do you have any favorite authors, tech blogs, or journals that inspire you with your work? Any favorite thought leaders on AI?
1: Mm, that's a good question. So I started off three years ago by reading this fantastic book called uh, The Deep Learning Book by Goodfellow, Benjo, and Corville. It should be the first one Google shows you when you look up the title. Um, apart from its very imaginative book title, it's actually a pretty good springboard to learn the history and theory behind AI, uh, machine learning, and its eventual mutation into deep learning and how all the math you know, works behind the scenes. It was a good resource, but you know, looking back, nothing beats sitting down and implementing an easy machine learning system yourself. After all, experience is the best teacher. Um, The quintessential one for starting with deep learning is handwritten digit recognition. You'll see it if you look up MNIST. The experience you gain in that route is definitely more apt for professional use. As for you know, Lumineers in particular, there's a blog that I frequent. It's written by a fellow called J Alamar. The URL is jalamar.github.io. That's J letter J double M Alamar. Uh, he tries to explain difficult concepts intuitively and his post really helped wrap my brain o- around certain things when I was starting out. Uh, I recommend his blog quite highly.
0: That looks very interesting. I'll I'll try to look it up. Great nah, insight, Fabi. Thanks again for joining us. Hope to have you on again soon.
1: Yeah. Thank you as well.